HealthyLife.net. As a service to our listeners, this program is for general information and entertainment purposes only. CHSR HealthyLife.net does not recommend, endorse, or object to the views, products, or topics expressed or discussed by show hosts or their guests. We suggest you always consult with your own personal, medical, financial, or legal advisor. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show, talk radio to thrive by, powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Wow. Welcome, everyone. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By. And I want to uh, welcome you to today's show. I'm your host, Dr. Pat Basile. And we've got a full hour of absolutely incredible talk radio for you today. Um, I wanted to let you know that we've got a lot of really good things going on, um, changes to our website, as many of you have anticipated. And it's very easy to find out about them. All you need to do is go to the website www.drpatshow.com and check it out. That's drpatshow.com and you'll be able to see some of the changes we've made. Please remember to sign up for the newsletter if you haven't done so already because a lot of what we are launching will be announced through that newsletter. And all of the different times that we're on in your locations or on the Internet, so we've got just incredible things that we're thrilled to be sharing with everyone out there. I want to welcome you to today's show because have you ever gotten this question uh, either by, your, by a friend or family member or by, by yourself? And the question is, what's wrong with me? You've been to the doctor a hundred times. You don't know that the doctor has been able to give you any good advice, but all you know is there's something not right. And so today's guest, Dr. David Clark, is joining me here today, and we're going to be talking about what's wrong with me in a, in a broader sense, but also his book, They Can't Find Anything Wrong, Seven Keys to Understanding, Treating, and Healing Stress Illness. So if you're listening to the show and you're thinking, wow, stress, I know I'm pretty stressed, well, you probably also don't know what to do about it, and that's why we're doing today's show. Uh, many of you have seen uh, on television programs about stress. You've lived it in your life, and today uh, I am thrilled to present to you with an award-winning physician, uh, Dr. David Clark, who shares his life-saving approach to stress illness based on his pioneering work. So he's joining me here today. Thank you so much, Dr. Clark, for, for tuning into the show and for taking this message out into the world. Uh, it's a pleasure to be here, Dr. Pat. Uh, I know that you and I share a lot of ideas, and uh, I'm looking forward to talking them, about them with you. Well, you know, they can't find anything wrong with me. I mean, this is, uh, you, how many times have we heard this over and over and over again, almost to the point where many people are thinking, well, maybe this is psychological. Maybe there, maybe there is nothing wrong with me, and yet they feel awful. Oh, and the, the frustration level, you just can't believe it. I mean, people, uh, in addition to their physical suffering, uh, they have the uh, the doubt of not having a firm diagnosis. Uh, they have 
uh, the frustration, they have the despair, they have their, their friends and loved ones uh, wondering uh, what in the world is going on if they're so ill. Uh, and these are, are, make no mistake about it, real physical symptoms. Uh, I've had patients in the hospital with this. I've had patients who uh, have had unnecessary surgery for this. Uh, the symptoms were so severe. Um, and it's all coming from hidden stresses in their lives. It's beyond the stresses that we, uh, we can see, obviously, uh, in front of us. These are oftentimes stresses where we only perceive the tip of the iceberg, and there's a whole lot more going on beneath the surface that's really responsible. And how did you come to make this discovery? Uh, you know, I know the book, They Can't Find Anything Wrong With Me. Uh, I mean, you know, this is a breakthrough uh, book that you put out. Uh, Bernie Siegel has talked about it and has given uh, you uh, just incredible kudos about the book. And yet this has been something that folks have been battling for decades. Yeah, oh, for, for millennia this has been around. You know, I must say uh, it, it saddens me to remember 25 years ago uh, I was trained like all doctors are trained uh, that if the diagnostic tests are normal that the illness is in somebody's head and uh, we're never going to find uh, an effective treatment uh, for them because uh, basically they're just not coping with life very well. And uh, fortunately I learned uh, from an extraordinary mentor that I had at UCLA that uh, the exact opposite of those things is true. Uh, we can make a specific diagnosis. Uh, we can find effective treatments that can turn these situations around. Uh, it all started with one patient uh, that all my training up to that point, and I thought I was pretty well trained. None of it uh, helped me um, to, to find out what was wrong with this person, but I stumbled on the fact that she had been under severe stress as a child growing up uh, 25 years in the past, and um, we were able to make a connection between those stresses and what was happening to her as an adult, and uh, Dr. Kaplan at UCLA helped me tremendously with that patient. I, I learned uh, so much from her that got me uh, launched in this field, and uh, she cured that patient uh, with counseling uh, in a couple of months. And Well, you know, amazing. we're going to talk about this in in depth. Uh, let's take a short break, Dr. Clark, right now. And when we come back, we're going to be talking about they can't find anything wrong. We're going to be talking about uh, stress illness, what it is, and what you can do about it with my special guest today, Dr. David Clark. Stay tuned, everyone. We'll be right back. Sometimes your favorite shows on HealthyLife.net are on when you're busy. Maybe you're working, sleeping, exercising, eating, or meditating, and forget to listen to your favorite Healthy Life host. Now there's a solution. You can record or schedule a recording time of any of our radio shows direct to your PC. Then listen on your PC to the show anytime or convert the file to an MP3 and download it to your iPod or MP3 player. The iSound WMA MP3 Recorder 6.57 software offered by Abyss Media is easy to use and affordable for only $29.95. Plus, if you have any problems, you can receive free email technical support. Speaking of technical information and general info on how to order the iSound WMA MP3 Recorder 6.57 software, you can get all of that information right on our website at HealthyLife.net. You don't have to miss your favorite show ever again. Plus, you can download your favorite show and take it anywhere you want. Order the iSound WMA MP3 recorder right from HealthyLife.net today. 
In the early hours after the tsunami, it was ham radio that was on the air, saving lives. When Florida was ripped by hurricanes, the hams were there. In the critical moments after the attack of 9-11, it was the hams who coordinated emergency messages. When disaster strike, the hams are ready. Ham radio works, and other communications don't. To learn how you can become a ham radio operator, call the ARRL, the National Association for Amateur Radio, at 1-800-326-3942. HealthyLife.net, the positive radio network. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show. Oh, I'm so thrilled to be speaking with Dr. David Clark today. He is the author of the book, They Can't Find Anything Wrong, and been in the practice, has seen... um, uh, thousands and thousands of patients, and uh, you know, thank goodness, is asking the question about what do these people have in common? Is this just a, a bad diagnosis, or is there something really going on? Thank you again, Dr. Clark, for joining the show today. Um, I wanted to ask you to tell our listeners a little bit about what stress illness is and why it is not detectable under the traditional. Um, diagnostics that doctors uh, d- that doctors do. Well, stress is a uh, physical or mental challenge uh, to the body, um, and if the uh, the level of stress is too high or it goes on for too long, uh, the simplest way for uh, your listeners to think about this is that uh, the brain just takes the stress and unloads it in the form of nerve signals uh, out into the body, and it can go anywhere, uh, head to toe, and it can cause uh, it causes real physical symptoms, uh, indistinguishable from symptoms caused by any other disease, uh, except that uh, it doesn't cause any visible damage to the body. So when we go to do our diagnostic tests, uh, there's nothing for the test to find. Uh, but it can cause headaches, uh, a lump in the throat, uh, stiffness in the joints, uh, difficulty breathing, uh, chest pain, pain almost anywhere actually, low back pain, pain in the female pelvis, abdominal, uh, any kind of gas- gastrointestinal symptom can result from this, uh, nausea, bowel troubles, uh, uh, vomiting, um, uh, it can cause people to feel extremely fatigued. Um, in milder forms, it can cause people just to feel like they're struggling with stress all the time, but uh, that they can never sort of get past it. Uh, uh, tension and anxiety and worry uh, is another one that uh, happens in uh, in milder cases of this. So um, that's that's pretty much covers the, the spectrum of it. Um, um, but what's frustrating is that very few doctors have had any formal training in uh, what questions to ask when the tests all come back normal, and that's what I'm trying to change. And, and, and you know, this is so difficult right now because, you know, what we have is we have doctors uh, that are, are in a position where their main function is to, you know, take care of a patient, health and healing and wellness, and yet at the same time there is the pressure of seeing as many patients as possible. So where does one actually get the time to even have a conversation about this? Well, you know, the very first story in my book is about a patient who was hospitalized at a university 60 times over 15 years uh, with no diagnosis. Um, but just by, you know, she happened to end up in, in my hospital because she had one of her attacks of illness uh, in my community. And just by knowing what to look for and what questions to ask, we found the hidden stress that was causing her symptoms. And we were able to successfully treat her uh, in less than a day. Uh, she never had another attack. Um, if the doctors who had been taking care of her had just spent five or ten minutes each time they saw her, uh, asking the right questions, exploring these uh, particular areas, um, they would have found uh, the cause of the problem in a lot less than 15 years. 
and and yet at the same time we've got levels of frustration across the board, don't we, Dr. Clark? I mean, you know, this is really uh, the place where someone like yourself decided to really look more deeply into what stress illness is and uh, and yeah, it seems to be frustrating. I mean, uh, part of the conversation is, well, maybe you just need some supplements. Yeah, there's always uh, somebody who's going to try to uh, push a medication as a solution to this problem. But uh, most of the time, uh, <clears throat> supplements or other medications uh, are not needed. Uh, you know, what I like to look into is, uh, let's take an example, just stress that's going on in a person's life uh, at the moment. Um, uh, one patient who was referred to me after uh, nine months of evaluation by another doctor, uh, she was in a domestic violence uh, situation. Uh, the person she was living with was beating her up a couple of times a week and nobody asked her about stress. I mean, it's just uh, wow. a travesty that, that um, we're not, especially as the, the months went by and then the test kept coming back normal, it's, it cries out for somebody to say, is there any stress in your life? Um, uh, a common question for me to ask, and not as dramatic as the domestic violence, is, is just to say, are you the kind of person that takes care of everybody else in your world and never gets around to taking care of yourself? Because so many of my patients, that's, that's the case. They, they never uh, take time out to spend a, a couple hours a week uh, just caring for themselves, and that catches up with you after a while. It's a simple question, but it leads to the diagnosis in many of my patients. You know, when, when we take a look at some of the symptoms, let's, let's talk about them for a minute. And, you know, let's talk about what our listeners can, can know from this in terms of some of the, the symptoms that are showing up in their lives. I mean, is this, do we show up with, with physical symptoms? Is it anxiety, depression, or the psychological aspect? Is it all of that? Well, it can be uh, any of that. I mean, there are five different areas of stress that I like to look into uh, in a patient when their diagnostic tests are normal. And uh, depression, post-trauma, and anxiety disorders, that's three of them right there. But uh, many of your listeners will have uh, an impression of what those conditions are uh, that's, that's limited uh, because those three conditions can present themselves in a variety of ways that uh, many people in the general public wouldn't expect. Uh, depression, for example. Um, average person will think, well, if you've got depression, you're going to feel depressed. You're going to feel like your life uh, isn't worth living. Uh, and some people do feel that way. But the truth is that a lot of people with depression, uh, they don't necessarily feel particularly depressed. Uh, instead, they may feel uh, exhausted all the time. They may not be sleeping well. They may be waking up at 2, 3, 4 in the morning, can't get back to sleep. They may have lost interest in activities they used to love to do. Um, they may... Uh, cry for no obvious reason. They may feel uh, that stresses they used to be able to handle, they can't handle them anymore so well. Uh, that all can be uh, uh, ways that uh, depression can manifest itself. And it's treatable. There's a lot we can do either with counseling or with medication or with both uh, uh, to turn that disease around. Um, so it's a good example of uh, the kinds of areas that uh, I like to look into. Well, you know, this is such an important conversation right now. I know if you turn to your neighbor, turn to someone you know, you'd find someone that fits in this category. I'm here with Dr. David Clark, and he's joining me today to talk about his, his latest book, They Can't Find Anything Wrong, Seven Keys to Understanding, Treating, and Healing Stress Illness. 
And stress illness, for many of you, is probably a new term, but you know what we're talking about as we continue to share these stories and we continue to look at some of the, the, the symptoms that are showing up, some of the ways different stress illness shows up in one's life. And, you know, Dr. Uh, Dr. Clark, you have been the spokesperson for this at this particular point in time. Uh, and, and, and the question I think comes up is to look at the different types of stress that are in our, that, that shows up in our lives. And, and to know what the next steps are. Is that your goal with this book, to help people identify what the next steps might be? Oh, absolutely. I mean, the, uh, the heart of the book is uh, four dozen stories uh, selected from over 7,000 uh, that I've seen in my practice. And these four dozen stories are, are representative of the full spectrum of uh, stress-related illness that I've seen over the years. Uh, and by the way, there's a good story excerpted uh, on the website, stressillness.com. Uh, but these stories are <clears throat> designed to uh, show people how we find the hidden stresses in people's lives, how we bring them up to the surface and into the light of day, and then uh, shows how we can effectively treat those things. Um, and by reading these stories, uh, your listeners are going to get a lot of insight into their own personal situations, um, and it will show them uh, that there is effective treatment. There are uh, many things we can do uh, to turn the situation around. You know, when when I t- took a look at this earlier, and then and then went to your website. I mean, you have a great website here, which is called www.stressillness.com. Um, where, you, where you talk about the book, and you 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 talk about some of the actions that people can take, and uh, and and find a solution or a resolution. I mean, isn't this really a cycle that we get into? Because now not only do we have the the stress illness happening, but now we have people stressed out about the fact that people are not really listening to them. (laughs) Oh, that that just adds to the frustration. I mean, after a while, the doctors that don't know where to go next, I mean, they start to just feel bad when they see this, this patient coming to their door yet again and they don't know what to do and they don't have anything to offer and uh, it's frustrating for the doctor and the patient starts to question their own sanity. I got an, an email from a patient uh, in Alaska a week ago that just said she felt she was losing her mind uh, because she knew she was ill and that there had to be some explanation, uh, but nobody could find it. it. It's a tremendous mental burden as well as a physical burden um, uh, that compounds everything. Uh, I want to mention uh, very importantly for your listeners um, that um, most, of, uh, many of my patients, probably over half of my patients, the hidden stress had its roots uh, in their childhood, uh, a difficult childhood that a person would look back on and say, you know, I would never want an innocent child uh, to go through something like that. Uh, so much of, of your excellent work has been about uh, crust-busting, and uh, so many of my patients, they, they got those crusts uh, built into their lives uh, from those early experiences uh, that made them feel unworthy of, of affection, uh, unable to measure up to, uh, to parental standards, uh, uh, not able to have the boundaries of their body respected, uh, unable to change or powerless to change their environment they lived in, uh, and feeling obligated to solve every problem in their environment that came along. All of those things can happen uh, to somebody growing up in a dysfunctional uh, environment as a child, and they absolutely contribute to um, a higher rate of physical illness uh, in adulthood. And, and, you know, and, and much of this really has been uh, uh, a non-conversation, so to speak. I mean, what I'm, what I'm saying here, Dr. Clark, is 
that all of the people that you've been in contact with, the person from Alaska that, that you know, contacted you, uh, this has been a non-conversation because up to this point, how could you have a diagnosis of something that isn't really understood as being a medical condition? I mean, isn't this sort of not only a frustration for other people, but, but how about for yourself? Oh, it's it's a huge frustration for uh, for everybody that's involved in it. Uh, until you know, you know, what questions to ask and where to go, because this is a, a condition that actually can be confirmed if we treat the underlying stress and we see that the physical symptoms uh, improve when we do that. That gives us a tremendous amount of circumstantial evidence that we're on the right track. And, you know, like my patient, uh, the first patient I mentioned who happened to be uh, a librarian from Seattle who was uh, hospitalized at the university uh, 60 times in 15 years, um, when we cured her illness, that was the proof positive yeah. that uh, the stress was underlying that condition. I bet she has a different story to tell right now. <laughs> she is, she is, uh, was just amazed. I will never forget uh, when we finally connected uh, her, uh, her illness uh, to uh, stress that she was experiencing from her mother in, in her case. Uh, and she looked up at the ceiling and she said, I can't believe it. You know, 15 years that had gone by and even a two-hour interview with a psychiatrist uh, hadn't turned up uh, this, this problem that she had. Well, and I want to make sure everybody knows Dr. David Clark is my guest today. They can't find anything wrong. Seven keys to understanding, treating, and healing stress illness. I mean, this is, for many people listening to this show, you've got to be saying, oh, my goodness, something that I can relate to right now. And and this is being a conversation about stress illness that is being confronted by many people in the profession happens to be one of the people that has decided to take this message out into the world. His book is incredible because he breaks this down. You know, he lists some of the things that you may be experiencing, uh, things that may have happened as a child, what current stress may be, and there are really incredible stories by individuals in this book. You'll get to hear from Morgan. You'll get to hear from Carla. You know, you'll get to hear from Jim. The book is filled with stories that I'm sure each and every one of us can relate to. Let's take a short break. When we come back, we'll be back with Dr. David Clark right here on the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Tap into more of your brain potential. The exceptional Hemisync technology can help you achieve a focused, whole brain state. Refined with nearly 50 years of research and development, this patented audio guidance technology has been scientifically and clinically proven to be effective. Visit the Monroe Products website at Hemisync.com. That's H-E-M-I-S-Y-N-C.com. Or call 1-800-541-2488. Being a mother is amazing, but it's not always easy, at least until now, on the It's All About You seven-night cruise to the Mexican Riviera. Join the Mom's Town moms, Mary Goulet and Heather Ryder, on April 5th to the 12th, 2008, on this illuminating excursion, where you'll find real advice on how to balance your love, family, work, money, and health. Bring back the life you crave. Attendance is limited, so call now. I can do it at C.com. Diets and drugs only address symptoms of ill health rather than providing solutions to the problems such as weight gain and chronic pain. Spending just 30 minutes in a portable sauna that uses far-infrared technology 
can burn 600 calories, rid your body of toxins, and reduce pain. If you're tired of quick fixes that don't work, consider the long-term solution. Detox America's portable bar-infrared sauna. Call 888-338-6987 or visit DetoxAmerica.com. Carol Haywood Babrowskis is a seer and an author who has been watching evolution in action since her third eye opened wide in 1987. Her observations reveal a very hopeful path for the future of Earth and humanity to evolve to a place where love and peace prevail. You can find out about her book, Passionate Pinky and the Evolutionary Experiment, as well as her fun workshops by calling 425-222-9455 or visit passionatepinky.com. What does HealthyLife.net and Amazon.com have in common? Well, they're both available on the Internet. They both give great value. But most important, most of our positive program hosts and guests are accomplished authors. And their books are available from, you got it, Amazon.com. Now it even gets better than that. Because when you're listening on air to a HealthyLife.net host or guest, you can go directly to Amazon.com and you can order your book while you're still listening to your favorite HealthyLife.net program. So when you hear an author you like, go to the homepage of HealthyLife.net and click on Amazon.com. You're listening to CHSR Real Radio on the web. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By. And I'm here with Dr. David Clark. If you want to find out more about his book and the work he's doing, you can go to stressillness.com. That's the website. The questions that you ask are these. How many times have you been to the doctor only to walk away feeling like you didn't get any answer? Maybe you went in to be treated for nagging headaches, back pain, difficulty breathing, or even nausea, and you walked away without getting the help you needed. And the bottom line to all this, you are not the only one in that circumstance. Medical patients deal with this more than any of us even know, and they're run through test after test after test and end up being told, we can't find anything wrong with you. Uh, heartbreak, frustration, and the bottom line, not feeling good. Uh, Dr. David Clark has uh, been able to capture the essence of what this is about in what we're calling stress illness. And we're talking about what some of the keys are to understanding it, treating it, healing it. Uh, thank you again for joining the show today, Dr. Clark. Uh, you know, we've talked about the five major types of stress. Let's talk a little bit about some of the treatments. Uh, and you have incredible stories in here that give us the sense of, you know, how some of this uh, stress is triggered early on. Well, the, uh, the treatments all have to be specific to the particular individual. That's why I put so many stories uh, in the book. Uh, they have to be tailored to each person's uh, particular stress that they're coping with. But there are some general categories that are common now uh, that we can talk about the, the general approaches to. And the, the first and one of the most uh, easy uh, is a person who is always taking care of everybody else in their world, uh, their family, their spouse, their, uh, their job, sometimes volunteer activities sometimes uh, relatives or friends, and whenever they think about uh, spending a little time for themselves, they can always think of something, quote-unquote, more useful to do, and eventually uh, that just catches up with them. Uh, one of my patients that I, I diagnosed her almost when I walked in to see her in the hospital room uh, because this was her now uh, fifth admission uh, in about less than three months for uh, real serious symptoms that she'd had that uh, were not uh, being found to have a cause by all of our tests. I walk in the room, and she's working away on her laptop computer, and she looks up at me and says, just a minute, I'm almost done. 
So here she is. She was working on a project for her job to try to get a report finished. You know, she's in the hospital. She's, she's sick as all get out. There. Mm-hmm. She's supposed to be focusing on herself. And there she is trying to finish a report to, to get it done for work. And she lived the rest of her life that way as well, always thinking about everybody else. And she just finally hit the wall. And the treatment for that is going to be uh, to have people just force themselves to take four or five hours a week if they possibly can. I know it's not possible for, for everybody in their lives, but if they possibly can, get out of the house uh, and go and do something that's so much fun you can't wait to do it again next week. Um, I want people to achieve the moral equivalent of a four-year-old with some finger paints. Uh, the four-year-old with finger paints does not care how many pictures per hour they produce. They don't care who sees it. They don't care about the quality of the work. Uh, they just know they're having a blast, and I want my patients to have that experience. Um, so many of my patients grew up in environments where they didn't get a chance to play uh, growing up. And when we play as children, uh, we're learning how to do self-care. We're learning how to uh, meet our own needs. But if you grow up in a chaotic environment or one where you have too many adult responsibilities thrust on you at too early an age, uh, then you're not going to get that skill. You're not going to learn that it's important to take time for yourself. And so as an adult, uh, you just simply won't. Um, but people can learn that skill. It doesn't, you don't have to learn it when you're four. You can learn it uh, when you're 34. And uh, my patients usually take a couple of months. It's like learning a new sport. Um, but once they acquire that skill, they've always got it. And whenever their stress level is getting too high, they then then they know that it's time to, to take time out. Uh, makes a huge difference. And we have learned over time, haven't we, that when we get stressed, we actually run faster. We're, we seem to be like these little mice that go around the wheel trying to chase after a piece of food. And the more frustrated they get, the more that they can't reach this piece of food, the faster they run until ultimately they die. And you need to learn how to step off that wheel. And when my patients do that, I'll be honest with you, they feel guilty. Uh, You know, they start thinking about other things that they could and should be doing. And, uh, you know, one of my patients that I first met her in the emergency room getting uh, morphine uh, intravenously for her abdominal pain, and um, it turned out that she had this problem I'm talking about. We, we got her um, whole family behind the idea that she needed to take four or five hours a week to herself. The first time she tried it, she only lasted 15 minutes, had to stop doing the fun things she was doing and go clean the kitchen because she felt so guilty. But, you know, I tell people your body is trying to talk to you. It's trying to tell you something. Uh, it's trying to tell you that uh, you can't be helpful to others if you don't. Uh, put yourself on the list of people you take care of. Have you noticed that a stress illness is more prominent in women than men or men than women, or it doesn't matter? Well, certainly women are more common in, in those who come to my office for help. Uh, but I'm, I'm wondering if maybe the men are out there, uh, they're just toughing it out, or perhaps... Oh, they're, they're sucking doing- it up. Or they're sucking it up, or they're dealing with their stress by externalizing it. Uh, uh-huh. In other words, my, my female patients may get a stomach pain. My male patients may give other people stomach pain because they're they're putting their stress out into the world. Uh, that's only a speculation on my part, but, gosh, whenever you hear about somebody involved in a road rage incident, it always seems to be almost always a, a man. Oh, that, you know, that's an interesting thing to really look at. And is it because women are more likely to say, I'm sick, as opposed to men stepping up and saying it? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I can I, remember I there is, there for my own family. Yeah. My dad would never, he was never sick. He was never sick. Yeah, I mean, I think that that's true, that men tend to, you know, suck it up, tough it out. Uh, 
but they may also, they, you know, they're going to have many of the same stresses, um, but they may simply uh, deal with it in different ways. They may throw things. They may yell at people. Uh, right. They may, you know, kick the wall. Uh, uh, that may be their way of, of coping with it. And so they don't get physically ill, but they, they put a lot of stress uh, out into the uh, environment. Yeah, and you know, and, and you've decided that, okay, this is something that needs to have a bigger conversation. And so in the book, what you've done is you've not only given us some solutions, some things to really think about and do, but also you've given us incredible stories that we can relate to and, and really take a look at it. Uh, we're talking about the seven keys to understand treating and healing stress illness. Um, when you look at the seven keys, did you take these from the success stories of your patients? Oh, absolutely, yes. I mean, these um, the, the treatments that I've developed uh, have been um, through trial and error with over 7,000 patients. You know, I, there's a lot of things that have been published out there about what you can do to help uh, in a stressful situation. And, uh, you know, I must have tried them all in 25 years, and I've, I've stuck with a few that really seem to be effective. Um, you know, from, a good example is for my childhood stress survivors. The very foundation uh, is for those people to understand um, uh, that they have come through a, a tremendous physical uh, and emotional challenge and that they have therefore done a heroic thing. And we'll talk about that uh, uh, in more detail when we come back uh, from your break. Let's do that. Let's important. take a short break. When we come back, we'll be talking more with Dr. David Clark. The book is They Can't Find Anything Wrong. And for those of you that want to find out more, get a copy of the book, you can check it out. Stressillness.com is the website. Have an illness? Medical test normal? All right. What's next? We'll tell you when we return from break. Stay tuned, everyone. Are you tired of being tired? Are you sick of being sick? Learn about energy medicine from Donna Eden, the world's most joyous and sought-after spokesperson for alternative medicine. She will share how you can shift your energies to create health and vitality using quick and easy techniques. Learn about Donna's classic book, energy medicine, her DVDs, trainings, home study programs, and professional certification program at LearnEnergyMedicine.com. Are there things you want and don't have? Imagine creating them. Having experiences you don't want? Imagine discreating them with Avatar. Call 1-800-270-5111. How much future suffering could you avoid by restructuring your own mind? The Avatar course, the most powerful consciousness training available. Free mini courses offered. Visit avataraloha.com and call 1-800-270-5111. Ladies, your soul is whispering to you. Are you listening? Imagine a woman's magazine dedicated to your inner journey and the deeper aspects of a woman's life. Do you feel an inner tugging of the heart? A desire to live deeper and connect more fully? Aspire magazine features inspiring articles, interviews, and more, and is the premier inspirational and spiritual publication for women. Aspire magazine, inspiration for a woman's soul. Subscribe today at aspiremag.net and have inspiration delivered right to your door. 
Being a mother is amazing, but it's not always easy, at least until now, on the It's All About You seven-night cruise to the Mexican Riviera. Join the Mom's Town moms, Mary Goulet and Heather Ryder, on April 5th to the 12th, 2008, on this illuminating excursion, where you'll find real advice on how to balance your love, family, work, money, and health. Bring back the life you crave. Attendance is limited, so call now. I can do it at C.com. Does your soul need a makeover? Join best-selling author, spiritual leader, and yoga icon Baron Baptiste on a vitality-packed seven-night cruise to the Mexican Riviera, April 5th through 12th, 2008, where you'll radically change your body and awaken the sacred within your soul. Attendance is limited, so hurry and reserve your tickets today to the transforming Body and Soul Cruise with Baron Baptiste. Visit ICanDoItAtSea.com for details. You choose. Programs you want, never anything you don't. The way radio should be. HealthyLife.net Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By. And I'm here with Dr. David Clark. Make sure that you check out our website. Sign up for our newsletter. We'll be actually um, having a, an incredible contest where you can win a $2,000 infrared sauna. So go to my website, www.drpatshow.com, and make sure that you sign up for the Thriver newsletter. Right now, my guest is Dr. David Clark. And, Dr. Clark, we were talking before the break about continuing this conversation on, on stress illness. And you turn right now for a lot of people, but a term they're going to hear a lot about, correct? Oh, absolutely. You know, the, there's been called uh, a lot of different things over the last 2,000 years, uh, um, but I like the term stress illness because it's simple, everybody understands it, uh, and it also it leads directly to the question that if stress is causing the illness, uh, what's the stress? You know, you have to uh, then go on and take the next step. You can't just label the person and dismiss them. Uh, you've got to take the next step and find out, okay, what's that hidden stress that's underlying this illness? Uh, and that's the, the main reason why I like the term. You know, when we look at underlying, I mean, you and I talked about the fact that you've had 7,000 people walk through your door. That is a lot of people, and, you know, all of all of which are looking for solutions. They're looking for uh, the stresses that are occurring in the life at the moment. Um, what have you found to be over, if you can, I don't know if this is even possible, but what do you find to be the, the number, the one, two, and three uh, reasons for this level of stress in one's life? Well, you know, the number one uh, actually is uh, in a little over half of my patients is that childhood stress. Um, anything that uh, had the effect of lowering your self-esteem um, when you were growing up, uh, which can be any of a variety of mechanisms. It can be abuse of the child. It can be that they, they witnessed alcoholism or violence in their home. It could be, as uh, so many of my patients have told me, that nothing they ever did was good enough for their parents. You know, they could try really hard to be the best kids that they could possibly be and just wasn't getting the praise or approval that uh, they really deserved. Um, that's why when it, when it comes to, uh, to treatment of somebody that has uh, survived childhood stress, um, I emphasize that they've come through a, a real serious physical or emotional challenge in order to get to be uh, an adult. And it's very important for people to realize that uh, when we think of a hero in our society, uh, a hero is somebody who's come through a, a physical or emotional challenge uh, for a good cause. And um, 
But my patients have done uh, exactly the same thing, but yet they've done it when they were children, uh, and they've done it without any training to prepare them. Uh, they've done it without the moral support of, uh, say, uh, platoon buddies or, or firehouse squad mates that an adult uh, hero might have. Uh, they've done it for years and without a break. Uh, so for, for all of these reasons, uh, my childhood stress survivors are even more heroic than uh, people who um, in our society we commonly think of as heroes. And for people to understand that about themselves is a, a 180-degree change um, in their self-image. And to me, it's, it's the foundation of doing all the, the crust-busting uh, that you've emphasized uh, in your work um, and helps people to, to go on with their lives and achieve their potential and become the people they were always meant to be. But for me, my patients, that's the, the, the first step. In fact, I like to have people uh, take a business card, and I'll often write it out for them myself uh, where I'll put their name, and I'll put down, let's say, Pat is a hero, uh, exclamation point, and have them tape that to their bathroom mirror where they're going to see that every morning as a reminder. And I ask them to keep it there until I don't need to be reminded anymore, until they've, they've internalized that belief and they, they know for a fact and in their hearts that uh, they have done a heroic thing by surviving those experiences. Well, you address beliefs in the book as well. Um, and, uh, and, 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 you know, from a cognitive point of view, uh, this makes complete sense that we look at some of the beliefs we, we hold. Is that part of what you look at, the belief systems and the, the relationship or the correlation of stress? Oh, yes. It's, that's very important uh, and leads right into the next step uh, that I usually employ in, in treating my childhood stress survivors because once they recognize their own quality and, and what they've accomplished, uh, that essentially it's the moral equivalent of being born on the far side of Mount Everest and having to climb up and over to get to be an adult. And when they see what it's taken to, uh, to achieve that, then they're ready for the next step, which is... Um, uh, writing about these experiences, and that's where you really start to explore uh, those beliefs. Um, I'll have my patients, for example, uh, write uh, a letter to the parent or parents who abused them, uh, not to mail it, uh, but just to write it, to put all their deepest thoughts and feelings and, and beliefs uh, down onto that piece of paper, because um, in order to survive a stressful childhood, people have to take their emotional reaction to those bad experiences and, and stuff it away somewhere in a box in the back of their head uh, where they can just maybe not feel it quite so much. Um, and that's an essential survival skill. But once you get to be an adult, you've got all those emotions built up back there, and uh, particularly when you recognize um, how much quality in, in yourself it took to survive that, then the resentment about those bad experiences builds and builds, and it's still back in that box that you, you took so many years to build. And we need to open that box, and we need to put those uh, feelings and experiences onto a piece of paper so that the brain doesn't unload them into the body and cause symptoms. And the more we can put onto a piece of paper, the less there is to go into the body, and it makes a huge difference. I'll tell you one brief anecdote. A patient of mine who was a motivational speaker and was also in sales, and she came to see me for a couple of years about a condition called irritable bowel syndrome that many of your listeners may have experienced. And she, she had been emotionally abused by her father growing up, but she put me off when I suggested uh, writing to him. She just wasn't ready to, to go there at that point. Uh, but I kept bringing it up and bringing it up, and finally one day she said, all right, Dr. Clark, I will write two paragraphs to my dad, uh, but then you got to stop badgering me about this. I didn't think that was going to be enough, but she insisted, so I, I agreed to the, to the deal with her. But when she came back uh, for her follow-up visit, sure enough, she'd written the two paragraphs, 
but then she wrote a third paragraph and a fourth paragraph, and then she couldn't stop, and it ended up being almost 10 single-spaced pages, and her irritable bowel syndrome was 90% better after that. You know, that is a huge success uh, a benchmark and a baseline. It's just incredible benchmark for someone that has irritable bowel syndrome. I mean, you know, this is, this is huge. And, you know, much of what you're talking about is going to give relief to so many people. We're going to take a short break right now. When we come back, we'll be back with Dr. David Clark. The book is They Can't Find Anything Wrong. And so this is a conversation about finding out whether stress illness is something that is in your life and, more importantly, what you can do about it. I'm Dr. Papasili. We're going to take a short break. We'll be right back and with my guest today, Dr. David Clark. Stay tuned, everyone. Vacation with the Hay House Superstars. Sign up for the most outlandish Hay House conference yet aboard a luxurious cruise ship. I can do it at sea. Meet some of your favorite authors, including Wayne Dyer, Carolyn Mace, Marianne Williamson, and Doreen Virtue, plus soul-nourishing workshops, parties, gorgeous port cities, and more, all amid a breathtaking backdrop of the Mexican Riviera. Space is limited, so reserve your cabin today at ICanDoItAtSea.com. Hey, you, come here. I got something to tell you. Are you ready to meet your life partner but need a good avenue? SpiritualSingles.com has the largest database of conscious spiritual members on the Internet. When you're ready to meet someone, join SpiritualSingles.com. But make sure you're really ready, though, because it works. SpiritualSingles.com. Dating, events, and even retreats. Don't forget that SpiritualSingles.com. Join today. You'll be glad you did. Find out how you can change the world with the coffee you drink. Nectar of Life Coffee Company is a kosher, fair trade, and organic certified coffee roaster. They purchase shade-grown organic fair trade coffees from the farmers at a fair price. By choosing to only roast organic fair trade coffee, they're helping the farmers and their consumers live healthier, complete lives. To purchase coffee or to learn more, visit NectarOfLife.com or call 509-979-5245. Is your cell phone harming your health? A growing body of evidence has shown that electropollution can have a devastating effect on our health and wellness and also may increase our risk for disease and illness. The good news is that there is a solution, scientifically validated and patented technologies that neutralize the harmful effects are the answer. Call 503-781-5604 or visit http colon slash slash thrive dot emf 411.com. Water. In the hot summer sun, water is a natural thought, like relaxing at the beach with the waves lapping at your feet, or perhaps being with your significant other under a secluded, gently cascading waterfall. If you want a little more action, how about water skiing or boating on an icy, clear blue lake? With Expedia.com, everything you need for travel, flights, hotels, cruises, vacation packages, they have it all. At a price you can afford, go to HealthyLife.net's advertiser page and click on Expedia.com. Pep it up with positive energy power right here on HealthyLife.net. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show. Dr. David Clark is joining me today, and we're talking about his book, They Can't Find Anything Wrong, Seven Keys to Understanding, Treating, and Healing Stress Illness. And, you know, Dr. Clark, I can't help but think 
about stress illness and the origin of it, as you point out, going back in time uh, to our youth, that is, there isn't, it isn't something that we should be doing now to help our young people. What have you discovered about this? Well, you know, it's such a gift to me uh, from my patients uh, having spoken to so many of them about their own childhoods and how that affected them as adults. Uh, I have to say it changed in my own parenting style. I mean, I used to be, you know, and I still am uh, in all other aspects of my life, a very detail-oriented person. Uh, but I learned that uh, you're probably better off not being quite so detail-oriented when it comes to your own kids, uh, especially uh, when they're teenagers. They need to have some room to breathe. Uh, they need to have some space to make mistakes. And um, they're frequently confronting um, all kinds of reminders of how they're not measuring up uh, in various aspects of their lives. And uh, so I like to hear when they come home that they're, it's going to be a place of, of refuge from the, the world, that they're going to get a lot of uh, praise and support uh, when they're here in the household. It's so easy to think of uh, any of, uh, you know, a dozen different areas in which uh, any teenager can improve. And as a parent, especially if you're detail-oriented, uh, you can constantly be um, making recommended changes uh, to your team, asking them to do this better and that better. And uh, it's so easy to create an atmosphere of unrelenting pressure uh, after a while uh, with uh, all the best intentions in the world. Uh, so um, what I'm asking uh, people to do is, is to kind of recognize how much pressure uh, teens are under. Uh, one of my patients, um, uh, when she first came in to see me, um, uh, she seemed to feel like everything in her life was going along fine, and when I asked her if she'd been under any unusual stress, she said, no, not really, but a tear started rolling down her cheek as she said that. So we began to explore a little more, and it turned out she was taking a very rigorous academic program, uh, was doing a lot of extracurricular activities, and her parents were always uh, on her case about uh, fixing this and doing this better and that better. And finally, one night, they sat down and they said, you know, honey, we really think you are not staying on top of current events. We want you to start reading the Wall Street Journal every day. And that was just the last straw for her. And she started having all kinds of stomach pains after that. She just couldn't take any more on her schedule. So we needed to get her parents, actually. It wasn't anything wrong with her. We needed to get her parents to just uh, realize they needed to back off a little bit and uh, give their daughter some space. It, it, don't you find that this is a general trend right now with the kind of pressure that parents are putting on children um, at some level? And yet, on another level, there are some people that think that we haven't really implemented enough rigorous guideline discipline for the youth that are coming up now. I mean, where, where is the break-even point on this? Well, it's, it's going to be a struggle for every parent. Uh, it certainly was for me uh, to try to uh, find that that balance is appropriate. Uh, you know, the world is a tough place and we want our kids to succeed. Uh, but at the same time, um, you know, if there was somebody following me around all day and, and giving me supportive advice about how I could improve this, that, and the other aspect of my life, uh, it wouldn't be long before I'd want to drop kick that person off the front porch. So, uh, and, and the teenagers, uh, you know, are going to feel the same way, except that they're not going to be able to uh, get rid of their parents. So we need, to, we need to find that balance. We need to set some broad limits. We need to make sure our children are safe. We need to uh, be um, on top of uh, what they're doing and where they are. Uh, but at the same time, we need to uh, bite our tongue a little bit when it comes to trying to correct every single little thing that we see them doing wrong. Give them some space to make mistakes. Give them the, the support that they need to uh, to have confidence out there. Because every teen, when they're out of the house, they're going to have opportunities to do things that are dangerous, irresponsible, illegal. Uh, and what's going to get them to walk away from that? 
uh, is when they have confidence in themselves that, that comes from uh, the way their parents treat them, the support they get from their parents is going to give them that confidence to tell their peer group, no, I'm not going to do that, uh, that bad thing. Uh, or when they know their parents uh, love them unconditionally and are supporting them, they're not going to want to hurt their parents by doing something that uh, they know is wrong. So it's a tough balance. You know, we can't, we can't solve that in, in just a couple of minutes of conversation. But uh, I just want people to, you know, adults to recognize when they have a teenager that those teenagers are under a lot of pressure already. And um, it's going to be nice if when they come home uh, they get uh, more in the way of support than they do um, in constructive advice. Uh, and uh, and much of this is something that that you do uh, not only out of your office, but you also conduct workshops and seminars across the country to help people understand. You know, this is a complex problem. Yeah, it's it's been tremendously rewarding. Um, you know, I've been doing uh, workshops, particularly in my own. Uh, um, community of Portland, Oregon for many, many years, and I regularly have people come up to me and say that uh, it's changed their lives uh, by uh, giving them a, a perspective on things that they've, they've not heard anywhere else. You know, as we look at this, this is a big conversation. I can't help, uh, I can't help think about our health care system and, and whether or not our health care system is prepared for a conversation on something called stress illness. What has been, you know, your discovery in working with healthcare, and what do you think is the next step here? Well, the doctors uh, absolutely love this. I mean, the, the opportunity to uh, uh, know what to do when all the diagnostic tests are normal. I mean, everywhere I've gone, I just finished a national lecture tour where I was at many large teaching hospitals and uh, tremendously positive response. Insurance companies uh, should be positive about this because when you can make an accurate diagnosis, it leaves you in a much better situation uh, in terms of cost-effectiveness uh, than if you don't have any diagnosis at all. Um, the only real hang-up is that it, it takes a conversation with the patient. It takes uh, time to get to know the uh, patient as a person uh, to achieve this, and the, uh, the financial compensation for doctors um, in that area has historically been limited. Uh, you always get more money if you do a, a test or a procedure on somebody, and that's a, uh, a reversed uh, incentive going on there that it would really be nice to change. And, and this is something that you know many of us can really can can really look at and and help move the process along. You know, when you look at the 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 world that you live in, with all of the thousands of people that have come across your your uh, your your office have come into your being. What is it that you you say now to people that show up? And you know, given that. Uh, who knows how many tests people have taken where normal is what what shows up. What do you what do you say to them? How do you open this conversation? Because this has got to be new for them as patients as well. Well, you know, I explained to them that uh, that stress comes into the uh, nervous system from the outside world, and that the nervous system has to process that. But if the stress level is too high or goes on for too long. The brain can unload it into the body in the form of nerve signals that use normal nerve pathways and don't cause any visible damage to the body, but it does cause real symptoms, uh, symptoms no different than those caused by any other disease. And when people hear that, they know that they've got a physiological process going on in their body, and they know that we need to have a conversation about stress in their lives. Uh, so that's, that's the direction I take, and people are very accepting of that. And, um, you know, my intention is, uh, 
you know, before I'm done with this, I want uh, every medical student in the country uh, to graduate with, with knowledge of how to do that. Uh, and I'm glad we're able to have this conversation with you to help you get your message out. Let's take a short break. When we come back, we'll be back with our wrap-up. You'll get to hear a personal message from Dr. David Clark. Stay tuned, everyone. Kate's Caring Gifts is proud to support Dr. Pat's Green Christmas Challenge with Earth-Friendly Alternatives. Visit them at katescaringgifts.com to see their complete selection of natural body care, kid-powered toys, eco-friendly home decor, and organic gourmet indulgence, including the world's best organic chocolate. Find people and Earth-Friendly Gifts at katescaringgifts.com. That's katescaringgifts.com. Are you ready to blaze the trail with your product or service, but you're unsure how to bring it to the marketplace without compromising your integrity? Andrea Adler, founder of Holistic PR and known as the High Priestess of Spiritual Marketing, takes you on a journey that will transform everything you think about marketing. Call 505-983-7777 or visit HolisticPR.com. That's H-O-L-I-S-T-I-C-P-R.com. It's that time of year again. Just so many things to do. It just doesn't leave a lot of time for fashion shopping, but I discovered that I don't have to give up being fashionable and I could actually save time and money. How? I found Chadwick's fashion catalog right on HealthyBot.net advertiser page. So I clicked through and wow, I have a whole new wardrobe coming to me for a fraction of the mall price and I never had to leave the house. I shopped when it was convenient for me. I can see why Chadwick's is America's favorite off-price fashion catalog for women and a positive advertiser on HealthyLife.net. We're Healthy Life.net, reaching and helping a worldwide audience without hype, without shock, and without shenanigans. Welcome back, everyone. I'm just thrilled to be having this conversation with Dr. David Clark today, the author of They Can't Find Anything Wrong, Seven Keys to Understanding, Treating, and Healing Stress Illness. Dr. Clark, what is your personal message? What do you want to leave our listeners with today? Well, I want people uh, to know that um, those with hidden stresses in their lives um, oftentimes hide it very well. There may be somebody in your family or right next to you in the workplace that's coping with a tremendous hidden stress, and uh, you can barely tell that they've got anything in their life that, that's an issue. And uh, if you detect anything like that uh, in someone you, you know or care about, uh, you know, by all means uh, let them uh, know about the the stories in my book that can give people insight um, into hidden stresses in their lives, and um, that can make a huge difference in getting uh, these things out in the open and then going on from that to uh, becoming the person they were always meant to be, achieving their potential. Thank you so much for the show today. Check it out, everybody, stressillness.com. And for me, thedrpatshow.com. Until next week, know that you're loved, know that you're blessed. Live life full out.